Welcome to Marriage Monday with Jeremiah and Savannah Jennings. The Jennings own Growing Green Landscapes and are very happily married. In this podcast, Jeremiah and Savannah discuss the wins, losses, good times, bad times, and everything in between pertaining to owning a business while maintaining a healthy marriage along the way. We hope you enjoy the show. What's going on, everybody? Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode today here on the Growing Green Podcast. This is your host, Jeremiah Jennings, and man, I'm excited to come to you with another fresh new Marriage Monday for you to start the week off. Thank you so much for tuning in, and we are joined with our beautiful co-host, Savannah, who is here with us today. How are you doing? I'm good. Good. Back to your normal mm. answers. Yeah, uh, I'm good. Yeah, back to, back to the normal good. Uh, but everybody's good. Everybody is doing well. Everything is just rocking and rolling. Spring Rush is here. It's on us. Um, we're not going to get into that at all today. We talked about that a lot on the last couple shows. But yes. um, just don't want don't to harp on that too much because, you know, people are going to be listening to this six months down the road possibly and it's not going to be Spring Rush anymore. So we want to bring content that is actually uh, good to stand the test of time and actually <laughs> relevant throughout the throughout the year. Yeah. So, But all while doing that, uh, being relatable and talking about what we're going through in this season of life. And so that's what we're going to do today. We've actually... Jackson, it's just been crazy. Um, last week has been a little just wild. We had busy days, busy nights this week. Mm-hmm. Um, you worked two nights, you two days. Yeah. I had Paul came into town this week and so... Yeah. Hung out with him. He stayed the night, a couple nights, or one night, and then uh, Jack got sick. Jack's got a little something. What do you well, think he's got? Cold or allergies or something. Pollen's been crazy, and we don't know if it's pollen or what, so dealing with yeah, that. Yeah, this is like his second little. Possibly teething. We don't know. This is like his second little sickness. He's had a little one before, uh, yeah. but nothing nothing really serious. So yeah, we've been blessed up to this point. We skipped. For sure. Uh, fingers crossed, knock on wood. We, we've gotten out of like the whole like big time RSV season. Um, <laughs> no, we haven't. We haven't? I thought we have. Yeah, sadly, I mean, numbers look insane. After after COVID happened, it, it threw everything. We don't know what, what's what anymore. After COVID, it was like that summer or summer of 22 something was like the highest number of RSV that we'd seen in a long time in the hospital. Well, so we don't know what. Yeah, maybe we're not out of the woods yet. But just taking it easy, Jack's getting bigger and better every day. His, his immune system is getting stronger, and so that's just great for us. He's getting stronger every day, and so even if he does have a sickness, he fights a little bit better. Anybody with kids understands that. If you've got newborn, uh, young kids right now, then you understand like how important it is just to try to keep them safe yep. and healthy. Yeah, healthy. I mean, you just so much can go wrong. There's so much sickness and bad in the world you don't ever want them to end up getting getting too sick but anyway enough life and jack health update uh what do we want to get into today so today we want to talk about actually three points and these are not going to be anything profound or life-changing just things that uh that we see and and deal with in our marriage in our life every single day and i believe that they could help you i think these are three crucial things when it comes to having a healthy marriage and strengthening your marriage and so when we talk about the show marriage monday we're talking about how are we going to strengthen our marriage and grow it, not just maintain it. Right. You don't want to maintain your marriage. You don't just want to like get married and stay the same as you were on day one. Uh, you want to grow. You want to go deeper, stronger, wider. Everything about it. You want to you want to set the start a good foundation in the beginning couple of years, and then just build up after that. And so that's what we've been trying to do. And so the three things we're going to talk about today are forgiveness, patience, and gratitude. Yeah. And those are three things that are. Really not discussed enough, I don't think, uh, but they're very, very crucial. Um, so, which one do you want to talk about first? I, I think, uh, 
there's no really certain order that I think you, you need to talk. They're all equally as important. Uh, I would say first you can start with patience. Yeah. Uh, if, you want, if, if you want to go patience first, that's huge. I'm not a patient person. I'm not really either. Um, you're not either. So that's not <laughs> oh, a good I'm thing. Not. <laughs> you're not we're we're not. We're we're not both we're not patient people. When it comes to like driving down the road, I'm not a patient person. Somebody gets in front of me and is going five miles an hour, get out of the way. Like yeah. that that does not need to be happening. And that's something I try to work on all the time is like is just it's okay. You're gonna be five seconds behind what you would have been. Um it's not gonna kill you. So you gotta get that under control. And bringing patience into marriage is a very important thing because I believe that especially when you add a kid into the mix, then it's very easy to get flustered, frustrated, upset, mad, yeah. resentful um, if you don't have the correct patience. Because there's a lot of things that are going to happen and go wrong during your day that if you just blow up and you don't have the patience to deal with your spouse, talk to your spouse, talk it through, then you can really end up having a bad, very bad relationship. Yeah, I think that you have, I mean... Patience really comes from an understanding of and just kind of a mindset of putting your spouse and your partner first and understanding what they're going through. So, you know, it's so easy for me to get frustrated sometimes. You know, it's been a long day, whatever, and I ask you to do something. It's like the adult time on whatever example of you ask so-and-so to do it and you wait 10 seconds and it hasn't been done. So you give them a few more seconds and you just go do it yourself because it's taken them so long. Mm. You know, that's a silly example, but... Things like that are real, and they do happen, and that has happened with us, and I get frustrated and go do it, or you do it, whatever. Um, and, and that I turns th- into anger. Like, that's the... Yeah. It, you might not want it to be anger, but that's what it comes across as to your spouse, I believe. Like, when yeah. you when you just go do something, and you if you ask me to go do something, and then it takes me... 30 seconds or 45 seconds. And so, or not, so, or 45 minutes, you know, or you forget, whatever. It's not, we're not being literally stupid, but... Yeah, yeah. You know, when I, well, when I was growing up, my parents taught me, uh, disciplined me in the, in the mind, the aspect of n- delayed action is wrong action. That's not actually how they said it. They said delayed obedience is disobedience, mm-hmm. and yeah. so that was something <laughs> a that I different with us. Yeah, <laughs> you don't have to be obedient. Yeah, me. no, you're not <laughs> obedient. But it's still the same. Of like, if I ask you to go do something, then. I'm probably asking you like I kind of want it done. Like, yeah, I want to, I don't want to wait yeah. another hour. And same thing for you to me. And so, one thing you you need to learn how to. So this, I didn't. I, I swore we weren't going to bring this up in today's oh, episode. We're not. We're not. But it, it comes back to communication at the end of the day. For tw- two seconds, bring this up, and you can say, "Look, you have to communicate with each other and tell each other about." how you feel and what you want done and, and the way you want things done. If they don't, if, this, if your spouse doesn't know that, then how are they supposed to know you want immediate action? Well, bec- like that because you do it out of respect for the other. Okay. Yeah. So that, I mean, I agree with you. Yeah. So but, like, but that's something that I mean, if you're yes. having issues, you have to communicate that you have to let your spouse know that because not yeah, everybody like, is going to do that. Like, I don't think you should have to do that every single time. No, like, I said, if, if you're having issues, like if you're, if this is, if this is a pain point for someone's marriage, that if you if you like okay well that's so true like my I I feel that way I feel like I asked my spouse to do something and, and then, yeah, it takes them forever conversation so you it. need to communicate that to them and then when you get to that point when you get through the communication then it's like okay now you do that out of respect for each other yeah does that I mean does that make sense is that yeah do you follow that yeah that's what I'm saying I'm saying you know 
as the person that is being asked to get something done or whatever, if you're asking me, then out of respect for you and everything, I don't know, I should just do it or at least talk about it or acknowledge it or say, okay, I'm doing this. I'll get done. I'll do it when I'm, you know, done or whatever. I think our biggest thing is it's like respond or acknowledged, but it's not like, there's responded. no responded. Yeah. It's acknowledged, but there's no response. It's kind of like, okay, yeah, I heard you, or whatever. Head. Yeah. Um, so I think that's where it's kind of a. Yeah, there's a there's a gray area there. Uh, yeah. I think you could that could turn into a lot of could turn into a lot of mis. But I think the, the patience part of it comes in is where. And really, patience, understanding can kind of be, like, somewhat interchangeable here because I feel like it just boils down to it's so easy for you to get frustrated if something doesn't get done the way you want it or when you wanted it. But you need to understand that, you know, your spouse, your husband, your wife, whatever, um, they have stuff going on, too. Uh, they, They had a long day, too. They have things going on. So being patient with each other and understanding that everybody's got stuff going on, it's not just you, I think that's something that, I'm personally like we're working through with me. You know, I I'm not the only one here. <laughs> you you have things no, going on of, too. Both of us, yeah. Yeah. So we got to get our head out of our own butt sometimes and realize that like you have things going on. I need to be patient with you. Um, and at the end of the day, it's just going to lead to better. Yeah, I think the the thing that I can speak to the most of the men listening to this, the guys that are out working. When you get home at the end of the day and your spouse has been home or they've worked and they've kept your kid all day or they've been home from they've worked and they picked up the kid from daycare and now they're taking care of them, they're cooking dinner, whatever the situation is, you need to realize that like you can't expect everything to be done when you get home because you need to have patience. Like you set expectations in your marriage. That's a huge thing that we've talked about before that we could go in on a whole other show about that we're not going to today. But you need to have the, the right expectations set. But then you also have to be patient and taught and realize that like your spouse had other things happening. Like yeah. they like for us in our situation. So we talk about a lot of the stuff that we talk about. We're talking about our personal examples, and I think I, I like doing that because I think a lot of other people relate. Just because it's just a, the stage of life we're in, and I believe a lot of other people are in that stage where I get home, I've worked all day, you've kept Jack all day, and it's just like maybe something didn't get done. Maybe maybe. Dinner is not ready when I walk in at 6 o'clock or whatever the situation is. Savannah is great about keeping the house kept up, doing those things that I physically can't do when I'm out in the field. But it's like I have to realize that she's had her own day. You've yeah. had your own problems. Your own stuff has come up. You Like real-life example, the other day you had a – you were making coffee in the morning and a mug fell and shattered all over the place. And it's yeah. like that that little instance even delays your day. Like, just yeah. something like that. And then if you have more of that stuff, then your day turns into, well, yeah, you might not get stuff done the right way. Yeah. You might not get stuff done that you thought you would get done. And so you have to be, I have to realize that I have to be patient on my end and not not just come home and, like, rip, in, rip you a new one because something didn't get done or get mad, have a bad attitude. Yeah, and it's just, I don't know, there's different ways to look at it. I think going even deeper into that, being patient because they have things going on that you might not even obviously know about yet. You know, you walk yeah. in the door, things, something's not done, dinner's nowhere near ready, X, Y, Z, or you you forgot to pick something up on the way home. Like, a lot of times, like, we have no idea the day that we had. I mean, we talk throughout the day, but 
there are still things that happen that you don't know about. Um, and so it's very hard to not get frustrated with each other pretty quickly about, well, you know, I asked you this or you didn't do this or why didn't you think to do this? Like you knew we had this or, or whatever it is. But I think the, one of the biggest things that we're working on and something that will lead to an argument nine out of 10 times is when you start this, like, like comparison slash fighting game. Well, well, I'm more tired because yeah. I did this today. Well, well, I'm tired. I had this. Well, I got up at this time this morning. Well, I I got up with Jack last night. Yeah, yeah. I got yeah. up with Jack. Well, I I worked this many hours. I mean, we and this we is joke, real life. I mean, like, this is we've is, had these conversations yeah. within the last week. Yeah, <laughs> but there is nothing that I think in those situations that will lead to an argument or a heated conversation faster than you trying to outdo your partner and things you have going on. 100% agree. Also leads into reactions. Yeah. And that's something that we, I work on a lot is like, or need to work on is reaction to things. Mm -hmm. Uh, You don't need to be so quick to react. You need to be hesitant to react. You need to be soft. Slow to speak. Yeah. Yeah. Slow to speak. Um, Think about the words you say when you say them. Mm-hmm. Before you say them, don't just let things fly out of your mouth. That's something that I've been bad about in my past. Of just like when I was a kid. I mean, not when I was a kid, but when I was in high school, uh, I would just say whatever was on my like whatever's on my mind anytime, anywhere. I would talk about whoever, whenever. Like yeah. I would just talk, and and it's just like those are not things that I need to be doing as a, as a human being first off, and then definitely not as a spouse. Um, my reaction has to be better. So if I get home and see these things, then I don't react that way. I, I realize that I need to be more slow to speak, figure out, assess the situation. What's the issue. Yeah. Uh, and that even can carry over into leadership in your business is you need to have, you need to be patient with your employees and while you're training or if something is broken, like it, find the whole story, figure something, figure it out. Don't just go fly off the handle, be patient, figure the whole story, hear everybody's side, uh, assess the damage and then figure out what, how you can do to fix it and just move on. Um, yeah. Don't because luckily we don't hold grudges for each other yeah to each other and this kind of transitions into the next point of like forgiveness Mm -hmm. um that's a huge thing for i think any healthy marriage (laughs) is you have to be able to forgive forgive, like really really quickly and 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 you're not going to always forget like that's that's something that yeah i think i've struggled recently with the whole like because i you know in my um like quiet time or whatever, I just did one on forgiveness and it talks about how, you know, there's no limit to the amount of times you're supposed to forgive. But, um, you know, I, I, I don't know. It's like, yes, you forgive, but that doesn't mean that you don't have a conversation to, to fix or Not talk about change, what, yeah. what actually happened moving forward. So that doesn't happen again because yes, you're, you're obviously we're supposed to forgive, but, that doesn't mean that you just say like, okay, I forgive you. And then just don't address what actually happened and let it happen all over again. No, absolutely not. I think the biggest glaring example of that would be a, um, a marriage that has ended in or turned into an affair of some sort of, of people that have not been faithful to their spouse. Like you can definitely forgive. We know a lot of, I know many people who have saved their marriage because of forgiveness um, they're ever able to forgive their spouse for being unfaithful, but at the same time, they'll never ever forget that. Like yeah. they'll, they'll never be forgotten, and the the issue was addressed. So that's like that's the biggest glaring example that comes to my mind when you think yeah, about but that. On like a small, but on level, a smaller like just, level, yeah. It's, 
any any literally anything in, yeah. that you can think well, of. Well, it like, just something that you did that like hurt my feelings or whatever, and you just don't make a big deal about it. You know, I don't is, know what is something that I did that hurt your feelings recently. That I didn't make a big deal about, or that I did. No, you did. <laughs> Probably our conversation the other night. Oh uh, yeah, 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 and yeah. so and that's and that's exactly so. That's what we talk about in real life. Like we're talking about uh, just whose whose responsibility is what, um, setting expectations. But then we were talking, we were comparing. We played the compare game. Yeah, I think that and is, that's real you life. And not we play the comparison that, game. You know, you you're both tired after a long day, and it's easy to be frustrated with each other, and um, you start comparing and say things that hurt the other's feelings. So, you know, you just just choose to forgive. Say, you know, I. You know, you know your spouse. You know their heart, and you know that they don't intend, they don't have ill intentions for you, or in the way that they talk to you. Obviously, most times emotions have a way of getting the best of us. Sometimes in those conversations, but you know at the end of the day that they don't have ill intentions for you, that they love you, that they care about you. So sometimes just choose, like, just choose to forgive and move forward. Hey guys, I hope you're doing well today. I just want to come to you really quickly and tell you about the best kept secret in the green industry, and that is the Landscaping Bookkeeper. If you don't know who Joey and Megan Copley are, then you're missing out because they have created a totally remote bookkeeping service that can transform your business no matter what state you live in. They are my personal bookkeepers for growing green landscapes. They help Paul Jamison with the Green Industry Podcast and many, many more satisfied clients. All you need to do is go to thelandscapingbookkeeper.com, schedule a 15-minute free consult call with them to see if they're a good fit for you. If they are, then guess what? Simply sign up, add them to the team, and get out of the office and get back in the field producing labor and growing that top-line revenue while also holding on to your profits because your books are in the best shape possible. Go to thelandscapingbookkeeper.com, schedule a 15-minute call, get signed up today, and change your books and your business forever. You also need to think about when you have conversations, time and place. That's mm-hmm. a big, that's a very big thing uh, because you don't want to have a conversation. You don't want to have an argument at midnight when you're laying in the bed because that will lead to things that are said that don't need to be said. Right. And that, and it's things that aren't even meant. It's like you just said, it's, you don't have to, you don't even mean to say those. It's just, ain't, I don't know, human nature gets the best of you. Yeah, emotion. And emotion gets the best of you. And so... Those are areas that I would say try to avoid if you can. Uh, you want to be patient. You want to address situations. When things do come up, you want to be able to forgive. And if you can't forgive, then you will not move forward in your marriage. I'm 100% certain of that. Like, if you're yeah. still holding on to things that your spouse did two years ago, three months ago. Oh, yeah. You can't hold stuff over each other. Even heads. a week ago. No way. Like, that just can't happen. Um, no. It, it's something that. You clean slate every day. Yeah, I would say every day. Uh, if you want to really, if you want to really grow, I think you really do need. To, like, you need to go to bed at night. You need so it's that, so that's, that's a, that's a yeah. tough thing. That's a tough that's thing. That's why I don't know. I have to, I I can't go to bed upset. I physically physically cannot go to bed. So there's there's two ways to look at that though. There's a way of uh, you got to like figure out your time, your timing here because if you can have the conversation between eight and ten and in normal <laughs> normal hours. Yeah, and you're not in the bed then, and and y'all can tell like this is real life stuff we're talking about that we've that we've had. Then you can work through that, and you can clear the air and and do it with a reasonable conscience, a reasonable attitude, and and do it yeah. nicely. <laughs> I guess mm-hmm. you can say because you're doing that in normal operating hours. When you get late into the evening, 
you're going to start getting snippy with each other. You're both tired. You're both upset. You're both ready to go to sleep. This is kind of like we talk about. We've we probably said this on the show, but like anything you, when you have a baby, when you have a newborn, within like the first three months when they're waking up seven times a night. Oh my gosh! Nothing you say between like twelve o'clock a.m. and like five a.m. Nothing counts. Nothing, nothing counts. counts. Like you're both frustrated. You're both extremely tired. You're both upset. Uh, it's fine. I'll get it later. But it's one of those things like you cannot count that. You cannot count anything yeah. you said there. And so that's the issue with you. Some people say you don't want to go to bed upset. You want to have a, but I think there's a fine line. You either, you either address it before a certain time at night or you go to sleep and you address it the yeah, next but morning. Sometimes it's not an issue until later at night. So you go to sleep and you address it the next morning. Well, that's, that doesn't work for me. Well, that's something you're going to have to grow into because. Oh, okay. Because okay, so here's your here's your alternatives. Have a fight at eleven o'clock. Like how who does that benefit? But does it have to be a fight? It it but it's what it's going to turn into because you're both going to be defensive. I'm talking. We're talking our our situation here. We're both we're both very like strong headed. Like we're both extremely defensive people. We're both extremely defensive. We're both the firstborn. We're both right all the time. Like <laughs> all these things that we've brought that we're similar to, we've brought yeah. into our marriage, and it's like okay. How would we? How do we combat this? Yeah, and, and so it's you have to pick your battles there. Of, of do you go to sleep and yeah, you might not, be, you might be a little upset, but let's have a productive conversation because what happened when we did the next morning? Well, how when we talked about it the next day, we had a productive conversation. We talked it through for thirty minutes, and then we were good to go the rest of the day and had a great day. Yeah. So that's you could. I mean that's that's my that's my thing. There's like. I think you do should you should go to bed every night. That should be your goal is to go to bed every night, not upset with each other. If something addresses itself too late into the evening, you go to sleep and you address it the next day. Yeah, I think that it's so I mean, I understand what you're saying. It's just so easy for you to say because like and I'm not this isn't a dig at all. Like it is so easy for you to go to sleep even when there's conflict. Like it it's physically just hard for me to go to sleep knowing that there's something's off. So yeah. it's it's just easier said than done. So I mean, yeah, it's I easy for you, you to sit to, there and say it. You need to do it. whatever works for y'all. Um, yeah. I don't but know anyways, what works for us. We're still figuring that on. out. Clearly we are. Uh, but I, but I mean, try hey, not that, to go to bed that's angry. That's what it is. Yeah, Every try not to go to bed. And, and we don't Clean do that. that. That is a very, very rare thing. Oh, yeah. Very rare thing that we that we go to bed like that. And it's, and it's just because like it's the littlest things. That that's the thing that you have to realize is these are why these, these things that we're talking about are so important is like you can't this time of year any you're you're just both on pins and needles every like your marriage is on pins and needles a lot of times and it doesn't need to be but it's just part of life like it's part of the schedule you're running if man i know a lot of guys that have kids right now that are white like we're very 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 fresh into this thing yeah these people that have you you guys have two three four kids that are out like playing baseball and out of the ballpark. Yeah, and we like, ain't there yet. Like, I, dude, that's I if we're know. still doing a podcast at that point, people are going to get some real conversation. Like, they're, <laughs> they're going to hear some stuff. Uh, yeah. Because I can't imagine what that's like. Being out on the ball field until 10 p.m. every night, uh, getting, I mean, having kids to put to bed, getting up, working all day, like, that's just going to be a crazy, crazy time of life. Yeah, I think it just, yeah, boils down to, like you said, just how you communicate and being so super intentional. So, mm, that's good. I don't know. We aren't there yet. No, no, we're, we're not there yet. We're, we're, yeah, we're figuring out as we go. It's a very, uh, it's a very, I don't know. It's a very big journey, a big task ahead, and I, I'm excited to tackle it. I'm excited that we hit these things head on early in life. I hope that a lot of you out there do as well. I hope that 
this show brings a little bit of value just in that aspect of like, hey, they're trying to fix their stuff. Let's try to fix our stuff. Like that's what I that's literally what I want out of this is just to for someone else to be out there and be like, hey, we can do it. Like if they can do it, we can do it. Because yeah. that's that's how I look at a lot of things. Like I I see a lot of people out there and I'm like, dude, if they can do it, we can do it. We've talked about that when it comes to like yeah. having a kid. We're like, okay, there's a lot. We, yeah, it's a, it's a very very taxing thing. It's a very stressful thing when you go when you have your first kid. And you're like, oh, what do we do? Are we gonna? Is he getting sick? Is he gonna die? Like, what? What do we do? How do we? How <laughs> does he, he sleep? Die? But then you think to yourself, there's a lot dumber people out there in the world that have raised kids, and so you can get by, you can make it, and so those are just things that I think are important. Uh, you need to have, you need to have patience, you need to have forgiveness, and then the final thing I want to talk about today is gratitude. Yeah. And, and I think if you have gratitude, it helps you to be patient and forgive easier. Yes, if you're yeah, if you're thankful, if you make that a priority, yeah. uh, if you make it a priority that you're going to be grateful and appreciative for everything that your spouse does. Yep. Then And I just think it's so like it's so important to uh, I don't know how to say this. Like it to do it for your spouse. I mean, obviously, you do it without expecting anything return in return but it makes it so much easier when you're both doing this for each other and that's probably really dumb to say it's a no-brainer that obviously it's easier to appreciate your spouse when they appreciate you but it's really hard to appreciate your spouse when you're not feeling appreciated Mm. but you still need to do it yeah you know like you still need to be thankful for what they're doing for you and for your family even when it doesn't feel like you have like to be the bigger person. That goes back to you back. That goes back to what man? How long was that? Six months ago, probably when we talked what? about that. Our Bible study talking about the book that we were the in. Cycle. Yeah, the, the downward spin of like yeah. someone has to be the bigger person there. Yeah, and you have to. It it might not be your spouse. Your spouse might yeah, not be able and, to. You know, if you're doing it in the way that like we should be, as far as like appreciating each other and being intentional and showing your gratitude. Your spouse will it will happen back. Yeah, yeah, you know? it will. It, it, and it's but if it you're, sucks. If it sucks, it's not fun to feel like you're the one that starts it because I think time, yeah. we've both been in that situation where, like, I'm the one that starts it or you're the one that starts it, and it's hard and it's it's against your natural response because your natural no, it's not like, human nature. Your no. natural response, your natural instinct is, well, they don't appreciate me. Like, why would I go out of my way? to do xyz to show them that i'm thankful for them or to appreciate them why should i because they don't do this for me or they didn't do that for me but do it yeah (laughs) yeah yeah, that (laughs) That was the most like do it yeah but yeah i mean that's it's what we're called to do as the as their husband wife whatever i mean appreciate them get things headed back in the right direction because whether or not you feel appreciated, like, you still want to show that for yourself. You know, like, I don't know. Even when I don't feel like you appreciate me, I still want you to feel appreciated. You know what I'm saying? Like, I still want you to know how thankful we are for how hard you work. Um, Yeah. And, yeah, and there's a lot. I mean, some people, that's just not, like, you're, it's not their natural human nature. Like, that's something they have to work on. And, and that's okay. If that's you, then... That's you. That's fine. But make sure that you're working on it. Make sure you're yeah. putting in the effort to not let your spouse feel like they're the only one that actually cares. Because yeah. that's something that I believe will truly, truly well, hinder a marriage kind very of quickly. Like, 
goes back into things that we said about like patience and, and roles, like defining your roles. But I think when it's, it's easier, you know, when you define your roles and things that you do to, to really be thankful for how much your spouse does. Like when, when I know like this is all the things that you're doing or that you're getting done for us, it's like, wow, you know, like what would I do without him? Mm-hmm. <laughs> because there's no way I could do all that by myself or, or that I could do all of that and the things that I'm doing. You know, when you, when you define those roles for each other and for yourself, like the things that you get done and, you know, you put it all out there like, wow, I, I actually didn't realize that he was doing all that. Or like, that's a lot of for him to do. I'm so thankful that I have him to do all of that or to get these things done. It makes it easier to appreciate them. Yeah, we talked about, we talked about a couple of weeks ago how we talked, back when we started the show, we were doing things, we were just doing some call to actions at the end of the shows. And I think the one that we could do for this week is find, sit down with your spouse or sit down individually. You and your spouse sit down individually. Write out the things that you feel like you do individually every single week. Like on a week-to-week basis, write out the things that you do that you do to keep, to pr- contribute to the house being keep kept the up. House running, yeah. Uh, just li- business. What do you do? Do you maybe if you work together? And what parts of the business do you run? Who who gets up with Jack? Who, who your child? Who feeds? Like all that stuff. Who puts gas in the car? Just do those things. Yeah. Individually, write out a list. Who gets the groceries? Who lets the dogs out every morning? Who makes sure they're fed? Like who, like I said, puts gas in the car? Who folds the laundry? Or you know who makes the kids lunches before school? Who takes them to practice? Like eat everything. Yeah. No, literally down like to the smallest thing. Like your role, thing. the things that you do, put it on paper. Talk about it. You know, like make sure that everybody's on the same page too. Write it, write them out individually. Put them on paper, and then come together and have a conversation about it. And just, or you don't even have to have a conversation. Just switch switch pieces of paper and say, "Here's this. I would love to see what you do. Here's what I feel like I do. Yeah. Let's come back and talk about it tomorrow and see how we can." appreciate each other better yeah and if there's things that you don't necessarily agree with awesome what a good time to like clear the air and get roles more defined and say like oh well i was kind of already doing that or or whatever so yeah that's that's extremely good i believe that that would be a great call to action to do this week and just to get in there and start the conversation have the conversation with your spouse about what are what do each of you need to be doing how can you Appreciate each other better. How can you show gratitude? How can you have better patience? And most important, not most importantly, but but just when you know you when forgive? you're not, when you forget to be thankful, or when you're not patient, mm-hmm. or when your spouse you know forgets to be patient or whatever, be quick to forgive. Quick to forgive. Yeah, you're not gonna forget, but just be quick to forgive and be be diligent in that. Uh, really quickly, together in trades is coming up very very rapidly. Uh, yeah. Like let me two pull months. up the let me pull up the calendar. I want to see exactly like two months how far we are. So we are. This is coming two, out two, April twenty. Well, actually, it's almost three months. So one, like, two, yeah, almost. So two and two and a half months. Two and a half months. Three months. That's crazy. It's gonna be before you know. It. It's ten weeks, twelve weeks away. Yeah. I think the room blocks close at six weeks away. Six weeks from the from the event. So it's crazy. Uh, I think we're down to four couples. Uh, if we're talking real life, real real time here. Sunday, uh, Monday that this comes out, then I'm pretty sure we're down to four couples into the event, maybe less than that if anybody bought their tickets over the weekend. So highly suggest you go check out togetherintrades.com. Uh, even if you're single, maybe you're a single guy and you just you're, you want to come and you want to hear more about uh, just from people that have been seasoned in marriage for a long time and they're just trying to 
give back some of what they've learned. Maybe you just get some tips and get get the ball rolling, get a head uh, a foot in front of the other, and get a head start on your marriage to come, your future marriage. Get a head start on your spouse. Then I think that that would be very beneficial to you. So just come on out. We can't wait to see everybody in together uh, in Big Sky Montana for together in the trades. It's gonna be an awesome time. We're looking forward to speaking. We're already kind of just kind of throwing up in the air what we're going to talk about and some yeah. things. I think it's going to be really good, just the things that we're going to get into. Um, we're going to be real, raw, relatable, and just kind of share everything that's happening in our lives, our history, how we've gone to where we are, and then where we just plan to go in the future. And that's yeah. what we get to do each and every week here on the show. We appreciate everyone for tuning in. The The generosity that you all show, just the messages, the the thank yous, the things like that, that's what gets us through. Like, that is really what shows us, like, that's what keeps keeps putting out episodes right there, is just knowing that there's a few people out there that are listening and learning and growing and hopefully changing their marriage along the way. Like, in five years, ten years, if we could talk to somebody, in two years maybe, if we could talk to somebody and, and we could hear, yeah, y'all showing Marriage Monday, we found it, I was at work one day, I found it, and then it really changed, like, me and my wife are setting different goals now. We're kind of looking at our marriage differently. It really helped us get some things straightened out. That would be like total payment, total like everything <laughs> we ever needed right there, just hearing that. If we could help one marriage um, thrive instead of just survive, then then that's what it really is all about. So yep. uh, check out Together in the Trades. Check out Megan and Joey with uh, the Landscaping Bookkeeper. They are personal bookkeepers, and they would do the best job out there. So go get a, schedule a 15-minute call with them. Get your books in order, and I really believe that will help your business. It'll take a lot of stress out of your marriage if you're not having to come home every evening uh, as the business owner and sit under your books for 30 minutes every day. Then <laughs> yeah. I believe that your wife would be happy about that. So, and, and if she doesn't want to do it, don't shove it on her. Outsource it. Pay them to take care of it for you, and you'll be in fantastic shape. So without any further ado, that's going to wrap this one up, and we look forward to catching up with everybody here on the next episode.